Aloha, y'all. Welcome to Azeroth Coast to Coast. I go bump in the night. You check your closet for me. It's me, Gavril. And this, of course, is my spooky, scary skeleton partner in crime, Mr. Kevin. Hello. Today, we have a very special guest with us. It is Rodney from the Dark Moon Herald podcast. Say hello, Mr. Rodney. Say hello, Mr. Rodney. Fantastic. I love the humor. That's that's my job. Stick out of it, okay? Last week, Kevin and I talked about the auction house, and for some unfathomable fucking reason, so for this week, we're going to be talking about general use upkeeping, the assorted sundry crap we all do on the daily to justify our 15 bucks a month. With that, we're going to tell you not to turn on that red light or walk the streets tonight and jump right into today's show. Chris, Kevin, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing fine. I miss Chris, so uh, I tried to introduce Chris first for a second there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm very sad that Crystal isn't here. Yeah, he's still uh, he's still taking some personal time, folks. Uh, nothing, you know, major uh, related to like his health or anything like that. It's just he needed a little bit of personal time. So, uh, all our love, Chris. Of course, uh, we can't wait to have you back. Um, nothing compares to you, buddy. Uh, so, Kevin, how's your week been? Pretty good. Uh, we got Kill Jaden down for the second time this week's on normal mode. So this was awesome. Um, we didn't have it quite on farm like we thought we had it. Um, it did, you know, take us several tries to get it down. Um, but we finally did. I got on and did some world quests on the broken shore just to, you know, justify my 15 bucks a month. And I started playing Albion online, which I am completely hooked on. Um, when are you not playing something else and getting fucking hooked on it? <laughs> are, are, are you still batshit crazy about Borderlands 2? No, I haven't played it in like two weeks. Uh-huh. You, you, you run hot, real hot, no. and then you but go cold. Albion Online is like my meditative time because I farm like um, fiber in the game. Like I just go around and I sickle fiber and... That's all I do, and it's like it's like my moment of zen for the day. So I hear Farmville does that. the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, this is like competitive Farmville. Well, the the fact that you can sell stuff like I sell bags on the auction house, Rodney. So like I go and I make all this make or you know farm all this stuff up, make the bags, sell them on the auction house, and then I profit. So I feel like it, I'm doing something. Oh, so the thing that you can't do well in World of Warcraft, you go to a different game to do? Is that, <laughs> yeah. is that what you're saying? That's about Very right. Much. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Rodney, as our guest, how's your week been, buddy? Uh, it's been pretty good. I'm wondering if uh, Kevin is now just completely regretting inviting me onto this show. <laughs> Don't worry, it's he's used get... to the abuse from uh, Chris and I. I. Yeah, the, the abuse is normal. Okay, that's good. Well, I'm glad that you're a batter child already because it would have been an awkward transition for an hour podcast. So a <laughs> little bit about what's been going on with me. Um, it's been a tough couple of weeks. I've been pulling in some really crazy hours at work, and I normally don't have to do that. Usually 40 hours a week suffices. But as of recently, I've been having to do a lot more. In fact, uh, this week I only did 39 hours, which is below average, right, of what I should be doing. So that doesn't sound as crazy. But the week before I did like 48, the week before that was 52, and the week before that was like 46 or something. It's it's just been nuts. Um, work, we're transitioning over to like this whole new ordeal that's supposed to be like the new religion of what corporate like organizations should be doing. Anywho, so I'm dealing with that. So my World of Warcraft time has been extremely low. In fact, I haven't touched World of Warcraft in two weeks. In the past three weeks, I've actually been measuring. I had a little journal here, right? It's, that sounds really weird. 
Um, it does sound very weird. Yeah, it's. I'm sure listeners when, when you are say it calling out loud. Me. Yeah, it's it's like if a girl says oh, I was writing in my diary, it's like okay, but if a guy goes I was writing in my diary and or journal, then it's just like, well, bro. It, it, it it's not a problem until you actually say the statement out loud, and when you say it yeah. out loud, it's like oh god, that sounds real freaking weird, doesn't so what, it? What what did you write in your gaming journal, Rodney? I, <laughs> I'm trying to just <laughs> gaming diary. I know this podcast is all about justifying the $15 a month. And right now I'm trying to justify why I have a journal. I know I get it. It's horrible. But anyways, I wrote down actually how much time I've been spending gaming in the past three weeks. And it's two hours and 20 minutes is all I've put in in the past two weeks. I played like three matches. Yeah. This last week I played one match actually last weekend. You're right. Super fucking casual. Last weekend I put in one match of Heroes of the Storm and I opened up Diablo 3, and I closed it down. Like, I literally just opened it up and went, oh, yeah, I'm going to do a Necromancer for the new season. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to close it down. I, I don't want to deal with leveling right now. Like, that that was my game time. Like, literally a fourth of my game, t- game time was bringing up the Diablo game and closing it down. So it's been a shit, <laughs> shit couple weeks. But I feel real I, bad for you. I do expect it to get much better very, very soon. I'm very excited to get back into Diablo 3, really excited to keep playing Heroes of the Storm, and really looking forward to getting into World of Warcraft one more time. Um, but I know we're probably going to talk about this a little bit more, uh, which is the kind of daily grind you kind of have to do to keep to to have your upkeep going on things that you need to do. Um, with being this far behind, I'm feeling, uh, I guess... I don't know what a good word to use is here, but more like I just don't want to do it and don't want to deal with it. Like knowing <laughs> that I'm so far behind, I'm like, you know how when you're behind on something like Pokemon Go was like a good example for a lot of people. You're really into it when it first came out and then you weren't into it anymore. And then like the new stuff came out, you're like, oh, I'm going to do it. And you hop in and like everyone's like 20 levels higher than you. And like everyone's Pokemon like in the gym is like kicking your ass like you're like up. I guess I'm not going to play this game anymore. That's how I feel like World of Warcraft is for me right now. You have a millstone around your neck of uncompleted tasks. Yeah, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. See, I had to get biblical there. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, which coming from me and the the stuff I say on this show and the stuff I say when I'm not recording, which, by the way, folks, is a lot worse than what I say when I am recording. Uh, me quoting the Bible is really funny. Um, so my week has been pretty relaxed. I've done a little bit of D3 seasonal. I've uh, worked a little bit more on Necro. Um I think I'm going to do a ZDPS barb uh, in addition to the Necro. I think I want to do ZDPS barb this season and find some people and uh, do some GR runs. I think um, I'm waiting on Knights of the Frozen Throne. Of course, I have to mention Hearthstone. I always mention fucking Hearthstone, much to the chagrin of some of our listeners who have reported feedback that they hate Hearthstone. But that's okay. Fuck y'all. Um, and I am... Still doing my hot cold thing with Warframe, uh, which uh, it seems like every six months or so, I find myself drugged back into Warframe for like two months or something. And then I'm like, okay, I'm fucking done with this. I'll wait until new shit comes out. Bye, guys. Have fun, DE. Um, but yeah, just kind of <laughs> just yeah, just kind of do my time, do my thing and uh, come in, 
hit all the high notes and then get the fuck out while I can. I, I am like the ultimate con artist. And that's okay. I'm just rambling at this point because I have absolutely no idea what I want to talk about right now. Um, is that about it for everybody's week this week? Yeah. Kevin's yeah. just like, God, I fucking hate you. Move on. Move on, you asshole. You piece of shit. So normally we would jump straight into listener feedback at this point. But uh, since we are having a uh, special guest this week, we wanted to uh, give uh, Mr. Rodney here a chance to tell us a little bit about himself and uh, plug his shit if he wants to. So uh, Rodney, uh, of course, you know me. I am Gavril. You have well, you've met me just about well, about 20 minutes ago. Uh, and of course, you do know Mr. Kevin over here. Uh, so tell us a little bit about what you do and what your podcast is. Yeah, so uh, this feels like a job interview suddenly. Uh, my name is Rodney. I have a strong professional background. Um, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Um, do I get so the job? can you solve this whiteboard problem for me? Yeah, there's no whiteboard. Boom. Don't be racist. See, I think outside the box. Um, yeah, that would never work in an actual interview. Uh, okay, so <laughs> a bit about myself. Um, let's hop right into it. Uh, I live in San Diego, California. Uh, yes, it does get hot here, um, but it's not always 70 all the time. Like people say, it gets warm in the summer and kind of chilly in the winter, but it's usually a, a consistent temperature. Now, uh, he I, mentions that, folks, simply because yes. we just had a 20-minute dick measuring contest about which city was worse, San Diego or Houston. So, right. a little uh, bit of context Houston, there. Houston does sound a little bit worse right now, but in my environment, I don't get AC in my house, so I win. Yeah, yeah, on a comfort yeah. level. You, do, you, you get points there for that, okay? Yeah. I can live so with that. We'll sword fight this somewhere else at some other time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Whoa now. Wait, what? Whoa, whoa now. this turned whoa. real... Anyways, so uh, <laughs> um, a little Christ. bit more about myself. I've, I've, you can tell a player has played since vanilla because they'll tell you that they played in vanilla, and I did. Um, but I only played up to like level fifteen. I was a undead warlock. I started the right way, um, but couldn't Fuck devote you. a whole lot of time that I wanted to. So I really got into it towards the end, uh, like middle end, uh, Burning Crusade, and have played very strongly up until. Warlords of Draenor, and then like my interest in World of Warcraft went real down real fast. Um, I think that that's the shittiest expansion there is. Yeah, Cataclysm is, is a close second. I, I gotta tell you. Okay, people look at Cataclysm kind of nostalgically these days, and I am gonna laugh my ass off when people look at Warlords nostalgically in a couple of years. Right. I feel like that's the hipster thing to say about cataclysm like oh everyone says wrath of the lich king but i'm gonna say cataclysm because no one will expect that uh no actually my nostalgic fic was more so mr pandaria i played the shit out of that expansion it was like wrath then like mr pandaria very closely in time spent and then burning crusades uh but yeah anyway so i've been playing a lot of world of warcraft and i played a lot of different classes different factions i'm bifactional um you can interpret very, that any very way cosmopolitan yeah, very cosmopolitan. Twenty right? seventeen. There's no more factions. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, so that's a bit about my World of Warcraft history, but uh, my podcasting history. Um, I loved listening to podcasts. In fact, I got really into it in 2011, 2012. Um, I had iPhones before, but I never had a chance to really get into podcasting or understand what podcasting even was until I was driving from San Diego to Los Angeles on a daily basis for three years. 
Ouch. Um, yeah, like all over California. And so how I got through those the traffic of, you know, three to four hour drives, um, even though it's only 100 miles away, uh, was listening to a lot of World of Warcraft podcasts. So uh, actually, my first podcast, World of Warcraft podcast I listened to was um, Convert to Raid. And then it was mm-hmm. the instance, and then it was Darkmoon Herald, uh, which I'll plug in a little bit more about later. Um, but it just kind of went all over the place. I started listening to everything and then got into uh, what is Rose podcast again? Realm Maintenance. I started listening yeah. to Realm Maintenance and got a lot of good feedback of other podcasts I listened to. So there was a point where I was listening to like 40 different podcasts in a week. Now Jesus. I've gotten more into like listening to like startup business podcasts and like entrepreneurship podcasts only because it's like shark tank, but audio format and for whatever reason I'd like it. And I can't explain why. Uh, but when I heard about Azrael coast to coast on realm maintenance, I started listening. I started from the beginning and I skipped a bunch of episodes and have been become a regular fan. When I found out that Mr. Kevin and I actually work in the same company. Yep. You're shitting me. Nope. You're absolutely nope. shitting me. And I didn't know that. He didn't know that I podcasted on Dark Moon Herald. And somehow, I don't remember. Do you remember, Kevin, how this all came about? How yeah, we figured it yeah. out? Yeah, I, um, I sent you like a HOTS image in Slack because I found out someone added the HOTS logo to Slack as an emoji. And then you were like, oh, hey, right. Because our work has like a, right. Our work has like a Discord channel, kind of. Yep. Right. Is that yeah. how we started talking? And then we yeah, started I mean, talking was, on Slack. Yeah. Everyone had to start using Slack a few weeks ago. Actually, the start of this month, everyone is forced to use Slack. Um, and I was trolling through the channels and I saw someone had created a Warcraft channel in our work Slack. And I was like, this is odd. So I Super joined professional. that. And then I joined the um, Discord that was linked through there. So we do have like a Discord for people from work. Although, like, I don't see a lot of people it's on dead. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Rodney was in there, too. And I started messaging him. And he's like, oh, you should listen to my podcast, Dark Moon Herald. I'm like, oh, I listen to that all the time. <laughs> so, yeah. And then I told him about this podcast. And, yeah, here we are. Yeah. And I had listened to an episode or two. And I was like, oh, so you're that, Kevin. Yeah, that's right. Yep. It was good times. Um, so that's how Kevin and I got to meet, and we played a couple of Heroes of the Storm games where I actually did okay and didn't look like a total scrub. Um, and so he's invited me here. But I actually had a podcast that I did with a gentleman called Juice Jones. His name is mm-hmm. Josh Juice Jones. And so he and I did a podcast together called Hearthcore, and we talked about Hearthstone. And we did that for a long while, up until about... 70 episodes and then i started taking a bit of a break and hiatus because i wasn't into hearthstone that much anymore um and he would continue on with the podcast occasionally i think they're up to 130 episodes now um but it's off and on it's like once a month they've kept he's kept it going with uh another gentleman from another podcast so they they keep that going but we started that podcast in 2014 uh 15-ish and and it's still going it's it's awesome. I love podcasting. I enjoy listening to others. I love hearing opinions. And like with this show, I really enjoy because as you two are 
talking about things or, or even starting to debate, I start to debate in my car and then I look like a crazed moron and stop. But uh, I'm a big fan and becoming more of a fan the more that I get to listen to to the episodes. Um, Kevin told me not to go back and listen to the early episodes, just continue to listen to where I left off. So I will do so. Avoid like episode can... like one through three. Well, one through two. One and what, two the, are The episodes shit. you're not on? Yeah, the episodes I'm not on. Because <laughs> I obviously bring all the emotion to this table because you sound like a robot, my friend. I love you. You're I like know. a brother, yeah. <laughs> but you sound I, like a robot. As listener feedback will state again this week. <laughs> okay, well, um, so that is our guest this week. That's Mr. Rodney. He's going to continue on. We're, you know, we're going to do our normal bullshitting and uh we'll see what kind of opinions he's got for us uh so once again mr rodney if you want to go ahead and uh plug link yourselves uh dark moon herald go ahead yeah so you can uh find my resume on linkedin and uh, if you want to listen to the dark moon herald to get a sense of who the hell i am uh you can go to darkmoonherald.com you can join us on Discord at discord.darkmoonherald.com. You can follow our podcast whenever we podcast at darkmoonherald on Twitter, or you can uh, listen to it live on uh, Twitch when we stream. Like this morning, we actually stream it at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for the recording of the podcast. We try to do it every week, but if not, it's whenever we can all get together. Uh, so it is actually myself, but the host who's been there long term, Darkmoon Herald's been around for many years. Uh, we're at 140 episodes uh, currently. Actually, a little bit more than 140. I think we're at 143. Uh, but anyways, Kevin, not the Kevin that, that's on this podcast, but what, who we call Ringmaster Kevin, um, is the actual host. He started Dark Moon Herald and has continued on since like 2013, I think it was, when he started. Maybe mm -hmm. earlier, maybe a little bit later than that. So Kevin is the host, and we've had other co-hosts prior to me hopping on, uh, but we've had a pretty steady host. Her name is Rebel Floor, and uh, Reb is a total hottie, and I hope that she listens to this. I'd like to make it really creepy to seem like I'm always hitting on her. <laughs> um, and oh, and even if she is Preggers, really well then. yeah, she's Preggers right now, and she's still hot, is what I tell her. And uh, I know that she will think that that's super, super creepy. Um, anyways, uh, so I just recently joined about six, seven months ago. Um, I was asked to just hop on because I guessed with them for one episode and I was talking about my fandom, uh, about Illidan Stormrage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll let you, uh, take that one in. Yeah. I talked about a journal and that my favorite <laughs> character in World of Warcraft is Illidan Stormrage. Yeah. This is getting real weird, real fast. Yeah. It's getting real, real weird. Honestly. Yeah, why do I suddenly feel like the guy from Communities is like behind me just screaming, gay? Yeah, <laughs> that's probably happening in real life with you in the car listening to this podcast. So anyways, they uh. enjoyed what I brought to the show and they asked me to, to be uh, a host, but I didn't feel good being a host because I feel like I don't really contribute enough. And so they just decided to demote me and have called me a, spe a recurring special guest. And so I don't get to say I'm an actual host on Darkmoon Herald. I am a recurring special guest. Recurring they, special guest. They do guest. that out of love, don't they? Uh, sure. <laughs> well, okay. So for the longest time, I was a recurring special guest, okay, on this piece of crap right here. So, And then you became a host, right? I don't see me I becoming a host anytime voice. soon. 
I am a, regrettably the fucking <laughs> voice of this goddamn show. Ah, uh, which yeah. I know everybody hates so, so much. Um, so la- one last question about Dark Moon Herald for you, Mr. Rodney. Uh, when, uh, do episodes go live? Uh, so after they're edited within a couple of days after the recording. So sometimes Kevin, Kevin is the one who does all the edit. He does everything for the show. Um, mm-hmm. he's kind of a control freak and won't let it go, but <laughs> also because I haven't really volunteered. So that probably doesn't help. Um, but whenever he gets around to editing it. So if we record Saturday morning, it's usually out on iTunes for sure by Monday, maybe Tuesday. Um, but just keep an eye out for it. We don't record every week. We try to do it. We try to do a weekly podcast, but sometimes it's every two weeks, and sometimes it's, depending on schedules, it might be a three-week turnaround. But as soon as an episode is recorded, within a couple days, it's out. Awesome. So uh, keep your ears and eyes tuned on Dark Moon Herald. Keep your eyes open for them. Uh, Obviously, you said it was at Dark Moon Herald on Twitter. Yeah, there's darkmoonherald.com, at darkmoonherald on Twitter. We have the Discord channel that I talked about. Basically, if you just do Darkmoon Herald on anything, Darkmoon Herald podcast, you'll find it. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. It, also, I get really tired of saying Darkmoon Herald on every single thing. <laughs> That's all right. I get real tired of saying ACTC or Azeroth Coast to Coast all the time, so no worries. So uh, that's a little bit about our guest this week, Mr. Rodney. So, Kevin, what is our feedback this week? What have we heard from the masses that choose to ignore us most of the week? Okay, so on Gmail, there is no feedback. LB's Corner <laughs> is unfortunately barren this week. I'm I'm very sad to report that. And on Twitter, we did get some feedback from Mr. Lazy AI, who consistently provides us a one-line review of the show. Um, His review last week was, Gavriel returns from the Tech Priest clutches, Chris is recovering from Happy Juice overdose, and Kevin still can't emote. Oh, look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking robot. I know. Mm -hmm. I'm just just a poor robot. Um, Yeah. I'm, beep, I'm beep. Actually, I am a robot. I am Kevin. I am complaint, not, complaint. Not human. When Kevin actually chats with me on our work Slack, I feel like he's got a lot of emotion. But then when I hear him, I'm like, yeah, apparently I visualized <laughs> you in the completely wrong context. Because when you chat, like you use like emotes, like emojicons or whatever they're called, and then like punctuation and shit. So it's like really impressive. And then I hear you talk and I'm like... <laughs> Dude, is this dude dead inside? Like, I, is the chat is a little dead inside. He I'm is not, a little dead inside. I'm, I'm not dead inside. I do have a soul, okay? I am not redheaded. So, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, know. I think you're seeing a picture. You're not a redhead. <laughs> and I can say that because my wife is a redhead. We'll see. There you go. Now you just called your wife publicly. Uh, you told said she had no soul. So, uh, yeah, she knows that. <laughs> okay. As long as she's aware of it, that's well, all right then. I mean, like, yeah, when in, she's like, Go ahead. I mean, if if we had video cameras, you would see that I am emoting. You know, like I I do emote. I I do have a soul, and I do emote. And I'm sorry that I just have a monotone, dead sexy voice. I'm sorry. Uh, well, Kevin, you know, cutting yourself does not mean that you're emotional. You're just a cutter <laughs> down it, the it road, not the across the street. Way. Right. Yep. Uh, so, but Kevin just. It drives me nuts sometimes, man. 
It just drives me nuts. Man. What okay. What do you want me to do differently? What like that's emotion. I... I heard the emotion. That's that. Did emotion. you guys hear that's it? Emotion. Okay. No, you have to understand. The only emotion I've gotten out of Kevin. There's two emotions I've gotten out of Kevin over the last year. It's been almost a year, Kevin. By the way, um, anger and saltiness. <laughs> yeah, the two best I mean, guys. That, of that's true. I mean, I need Chris on the show so that we can, you know, get angry and salty get angry at each day. other. Yeah, yeah. That, that's when it comes out. Yeah, no. We're going to go ahead and move into this week's news. How's that sound? All right. You know what? Before you guys in, get into the news, the news, I mm-hmm. just want to let the you guys news. know. <laughs> We're going to get into the news. Before we get into the nudes with your faggotry, faggotiness, um, I love you guys. Uh, I love the play. I love the lower emotion and high emotion. I, it mixes really well. If anybody else says that they don't like it, they're all a bunch of guns and can go die. I, I really like you guys. <laughs> I'm not look, I'm not gonna tell lazy AI to die in a fire because he's one of our only listeners and we need his support. And we retweets. do appreciate you, Lazy. We do. Yeah, you're not a cut. This, Thanks, Lazy. This this whole show is turning into an absolute goddamn train wreck. Already. Yeah. And we are twenty minutes into the show and it is a goddamn train wreck. Listen to it at one point five speed, people. Come on, get through it. Come That's on. That's what for I the love do. Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so news this week. So we have a little bit of wow news. Um, of course, as we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, we will be seeing a Throne of Sargeras LFR Wing 3 opening up. Uh, Tomb of Sargeras, not Throne. Uh, Tomb of Sargeras opening up Wing 3 will be 8-8, which should be next week. And we've actually got quite a few things coming out uh, the week of the 8th. Uh, we've got... Uh, Throne, we have uh, the Summer Games going live in Overwatch, and uh, uh, Knights of the Frozen Throne will officially be launching 810 that week also. So we've got quite a bit going on. It's going to be real interesting. Next week is going to be really busy and really, really full. So it's going to be really great. Can't wait to see what's going on. Uh, we do have two new things available from the Blizzard shop. We have the we have a hue shifting. You could just say color shifting. Seriously, hue shifting. It says hue shifting on the I website. I don't give a shit. It does what it say says. hue shifting. I don't give a shit. It's a color shifting mount and pet. They are both available in either separately or a bundle, I believe, on the Blizzard shop. These are some of the first mounts and pets we've seen in the shop for quite a while. So that's a really interesting thing to see. Um, we also had a dev interview from. Uh, Ian, Ian Hasakosis. Ian Hasakosis did a dev interview. Uh, this week and it was actually pretty interesting um, i'm going to go ahead and move over to this tab where we've got the highlights going on for it we're going to try to hit the high notes of it um so kevin did you have anything that really jumped out at you from this week's uh dev uh dev update yeah the thing that i wanted to talk about specifically was the fact that we're going to get a new currency in argus which is argonite mm-hmm. and you'll be able to buy nine ten items so that should help you catch up with all of your uh, alts. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, Rodney, did you have a chance to take a look at the dev interview, the dev update this week? I did, and we actually talked about it on Dark Moon Herald earlier this morning. And um, I think the one thing that I talked most about had to be the what Ian Hasekosis was talking about for the Raid Finder difficulty. They want to make it more difficult. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, Ian, didn't you want this to be tourist mode? <laughs> look, I'm going to say the same thing I said on that podcast. When I hop into LFR, I'm an LFR raider because I suck and I'm a filthy, dirty casual. Mm -hmm. When I hop into LFR, 
I want it to be tourist mode. I want it to be like I'm on the lazy river at Disneyland. That's what I'm all about. I don't want LFR to turn into a theme park that's like Jurassic Park, where like the dinosaurs are out to eat me. Like <laughs> LFR should be tourist mode. Don't make it any harder. I should be able to sit in there AFK and still win. Like let let that happen, please. Don't don't turn it harder than what it needs to be. Well, I don't you know, think they're specifically talking about tuning it harder. I think they're talking about making it more engaging. Because, Kevin, how many times have you fallen asleep in LFR? Oh, I fell asleep the last LFR. Yeah. Um, I think what they're trying to do is just trying to shoot for more engagement out of the players. Because I'll be, I'll be frank. I have come home from work some days and gone and done, like, LFR, go do a wing of LFR real quick. And it's just like, oh, God, it's making me feel so tired. I'm just, and I've, I actually have fallen asleep at the computer doing LFR because it has been so mind-numbing. I yeah. think the angle they're going for is just, like, engaging the player base a little bit better. Yeah, like, I, I think what what he said, what Anna Hazakosa said on the interview was, we want less mechanics, but we want those mechanics to matter. And I think that this is important because it teaches people how to do mechanics. Because once you jump up to normal mode, it is much, much different, and you must follow mechanics or you'll wipe the raid. Yeah, I get that, but but my engagement was beating the time boss to actually get in and play LFR. Like that is already a giant mm. gate. Like where it other really bosses, is. yeah, normal has bosses right with gates where it's DPS gates and checks and gear checks and stuff like that. LFR is just a time to get in and do it. So that already is a huge gate. Being engaged, I can understand, and I'm all about engagement. But I get into LFR, so I'm not that engaged. Like I'll hop into normal to be super engaged, but. I can get I can get where both of you are coming from, and maybe where Ian is too. So I should be a little less harsh on him, which is, you know, I I, I see where the player added value would be making LFR a bit more engaging, where you can't the half the group just can't AFK and you'll still beat the boss. I can get that, but I just don't want it to be so ramped up where it literally feels like a, a really quick step down from normal because then I just won't be able to do it. I don't think we're ever going to have a trip back to how bad it was in Mists. Mists LFR was a little bit difficult, I think, to start with. If, I, if my memory's serving me correctly, because I didn't play Mists all that long, um, I think the Mists LFR was a little bit on the difficult side. It was a little overtuned. Yeah, I right. can see that. Um, LFR was a little bit hard. You had to wait like a week or two, and then you can hop into LFR if you're a filthy casual, and then you would win. Um if it doesn't get harder than what it was in MOP, then I'm good. Yeah, I, I feel like it's on the that's same level or harder than I'm out. I, I feel like that's probably the angle they're going for. I think he actually specifically mentions Mr. Pandaria somewhere in that interview, if I remember correctly. Uh, like, that's kind of the difficulty level that they're sort of aiming for. Yeah. But how yeah, about them? The team uh, is hoping to make it closer difficulty to Mr. Pandaria. Got it. Okay. <laughs> But how okay. about those uh, new models, the Worgen and Goblin models? They're still working on that, apparently. Until we see them, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Be frank. I mean, until we see them. Because <laughs> the, the, the problems they had with the female Worgen model are still the most hilarious fucking problems ever. Where when they first did the model where it was uh, more like a cat. Oh, that's right. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So until we see what's going on with that, I, I'm, you know, you know, just backing off a little bit on that one. Um, Kevin, did you have anything else from uh, the dev interview that kind of stuck to you? 
Uh, let's talk about the changes that they're making to the artifact unlocks, which I think are good for casuals and for uh, alts. For so, Got it. <laughs> when you hit 110 for the first time, you will get artifact knowledge level 41 automatically, and it will automatically increase weekly without having to do research. Okay. So I think this is a good catch-up mechanic, don't you think? Uh, I feel like that that it's still just taking out a lot of agency from the players. I mean, yes, it sucked, you know, if you for, if you missed a day and, you know, you forgot to collect your artifact knowledge and, you know, you were now a day behind everybody else. But I, I think it takes a little bit of the player agency out of it. You know, it's just it, it's more simplification. And as you know, you you, I and Chris have specifically talked about simplification in the game. And how Chris and I aren't really fans of it because we've been playing for so long. I, yeah. I just I anything that feels like it's simplifying things for the sake of simplifying things instead of simplifying it for a good reason, don't like it personally. But at this point, you're doing it for an alt, or it's someone coming in brand new and they don't want to have to grind up the way that we grind up grind it up in the beginning. You know, I think that that you know took months for us to do. They need something now, so I think it's a good thing. I guess I can see it. Um, Rodney, any thoughts? Uh, for those coming in later, don't have enough time. Like this is great, but I I also agree with Kevin with the thought that it's kind of a you know actually with both of you in truth, like just the fact that I don't know this seems a little too easy. Like as soon as you hit one ten, then you get level forty one. But I, I would, I could argue maybe twenty five, thirty would be appropriate because then you're going to have to grind for the rest of it. Um, but maybe if they made like the percentage of gain on uh, the on actually getting uh, artifact uh, into your uh, into your weapon would probably be fine. But it's 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 still a catch up mechanic. I'm sure they ran numbers and thought that 41 is appropriate. So I'm not going to argue too much for those that had to deal with the amount of grind before. I, I feel bad, but this is really for your alts. It's not for your main. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Um, so that's coming in. Uh, what you also neglected to mention though, Kevin, is that, uh, once you get 110, all three artifact relic slots will automatically open. That is a good change. Uh, and that they are also removing the requirement from doing the Broken Shore quest line to advance your artifact past, what was it, the original 50 po uh, 30 points or whatever it was? Right, to get yeah. the extra traits. Yeah. So those are uh, some pretty big changes coming to the artifact system uh, in the next patch, which, I mean, it's getting closer and closer. We've already... Uh, Mythic Kill Jaden's down. That's usually a good indication that we'll be seeing the patch very soon. And just in general, I mean, they're planning for 7.3 to have a lot more content initially, which mm -hmm. I think is a good thing. I feel like 7.2 and, you know, 2.5, we just had a lot of stuff that was either time gated or there just wasn't a lot to do except go to Broken Shore and do quests and have fun. Um, so it's, it's nice to hear that they're taking that into consideration, releasing some more content initially and allowing us to do things. Uh, in a pretty short time frame. I I feel like, and sorry to just kind of try to dominate this, but I feel like they, the gating that we had to deal with, it was what, 11 weeks of gating in 7.2? Does that sound mm -hmm. right, boys? Well, even even more yeah. with the Suramar quest line. 
Yeah, well, we had 11 weeks of gating in 7.2. We had, I think it was 10 weeks of gating or something of that nature on uh, 7.1 with Suramar and Nighthold and everything coming out with all that shit. Um, we had a lot of gating that came through on that. And I think that they finally realized that the players are not happy with the length of time that we're doing the gating. Because uh, we're looking at a three-week unlock period as opposed to the three months we had for 7.2 which yeah, is I also feel fantastic. like the gating that they did before was because they were still trying to finalize and flesh out like certain portions of like 7.2 and then as they tried to finish up like or at least get halfway through 7.3 they feel like mm-hmm. there was a lot more gating than what they probably wanted to do just because of that um so i can't really fault them like if something's not ready you got to gate content in order for the next portion of content to be out. But you, I agree with you. Like what was it? 10 weeks prior. And then like 12 weeks after that, like 22 weeks of gating to get to good content is a lot. It, it'd be fine to just say, Hey, we're going to take a couple more weeks to get this thing out. Then kind of give you little snippets every like 24 weeks. Well, I mean, the thing is, is that like Suramar, I had no problem with the gating on Suramar. That and, and that's not a very popular opinion, but I didn't have a lot of problem with those gating on Suramar because it felt like every week I got a new interesting bit of a quest chain. Like, I actually got more story. I actually did something. I was engaged in something. What did I get for 11 weeks of goddamn Broken Shore? Go collect exactly one nether shard for me. Yep. Yeah, that's very true. Suramar was a much better gated content, had much better gated content than uh, the Broken Shore did. Broken Shore, I feel like, was kind of an afterthought in some of it. Yeah, I was like, oh, crap, we're not done with 7.3. Uh, gate it. The problem with Suramar for me was that I didn't do a lot of it in the beginning. So I had like four or five or six quests to catch up on. And it was just like, you know, having to grind that for hours just to get to the point where everybody else was. So I yeah. like the shorter time frame. Mm-hmm. I still don't have flying. Like, just to let you guys know, because I don't want to deal with the grind. I understand completely. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah I would pay 50 bucks for to get flying right now. Like, I, I just I just don't want to deal with the time for the grind for that. I know other people, it's like, oh, it's not that bad. I'm like, eh, well, if you only got 15 minutes a weekend to play, like, yeah, I, I would pay 50 bucks for the flying. We'll see. There you go. Um, anything else that you wanted to talk about about the wow news this week? No. No? Okay. Um, so, StarCraft 2... Uh, well, not StarCraft 2. StarCraft Re- uh, Remaster is coming out the 14th, as far as we know. That's the uh, date that we've got right now. Uh, it will require you to have StarCraft Anthology, which is StarCraft and Brood War, the originals, that they released for free a couple of months back, uh, installed on your computer. So... Good on you. Good luck. I mean, I've already got my pre-purchase. I am waiting with bated breath to go back and have some old fun. I'm curious to see if some of the old used map settings maps still exist, because those was uh, that's some nostalgia shit right there, son. Um, we have got uh, Knights of the Frozen Throne official launch date has been announced. It is going to be 8-10. I did mention that earlier. Uh, this is your last chance for the discounted packs and the card back. So uh, you got about five days before that goes live if you're looking to make that $50 purchase. Uh, there have been, uh, several hires to the Diablo team recently, uh, though without any sort of clarification if they're on the D3 
team or if they're attached to the unannounced Diablo related project that's been in the works for a while now. Um, I'll link it, but I know Riker did a really interesting video uh, relating to that and uh, relating to some of the other uh, job postings that have been closed in recent memory uh, coming out of the Diablo area. So really interesting, really good watch. I, I watch his videos all the time. So I'll, I'll put a link to that in the description at some point. Um, Blizzard information. There are some outlets that are suggesting that there could be as many as four games currently in the pipeline for Blizzard Entertainment, uh, which is really exciting, really great to hear. Uh, do either of you have any thoughts on that? I I really think we're going to get a Diablo announcement at BlizzCon. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, Rodney? not the necro, not the necromancer announcement. Like it's going to be like a di- either an expansion to hold this off until Diablo Four comes out. But I'm sure it's going to be something. Uh, last year when I was at BlizzCon, I was super excited and thought that they would announce Blizz- or Diablo Four. I mean, all the signs were there. The D mm-hmm. the D four dice like from Diablo like oh, and the God. fact that they Riker printed did like that video. Yeah, he did the video. Like he had the the four there. Like there was just so many things that led up to the idea that the announcement would happen. Like it felt like they were trying to slip stuff in there, but it didn't occur. So I'm really excited. I mean, Necromancer is a great expand. It's a good thing for the game, only because there aren't any microtransactions since the mm-hmm. auction house went down. Mm-hmm. So that team hasn't been able to make any money, which means that they haven't had a whole lot of resources or time mm-hmm. that they want to spend into it because it's only for an expansion. So I think by introducing more microtransactions for Diablo 3, it's going to ramp up the budget for that game. And they're probably planning on pro- I hopefully introducing it because I want to pay to support a good game and for them mm-hmm. to create Diablo 4. So I agree something's going to happen. I'm glad I'm going to BlizzCon again this year so I can see that announcement for Diablo. And on the BlizzCon note, the, they did release the key artwork, which is sort of like a you know thematic kind of major piece of artwork for it. Um, it is Jaina Proudmore, interestingly enough. MMO Champion has the full image. Uh, I can link over to there. Blizzard Watch probably has it too. Most of the other major sites probably have it available. Uh, but yeah, the key image is uh, Jaina Proudmore in mid-cast uh, with the white hair with the gold lock down the middle. So that's really kind of telling i i'm hoping that's sort of like a hint at something we're gonna see um uh i know that uh when kevin chris and i were on uh realm maintenance we row asked us specifically about you know what are our thoughts for 8.0 what do we see coming in we all pretty much mentioned jana proud more called Tiris, things like that so i'm hoping this is what we see coming out of uh 8.0 and possibly maybe the announcement at blizzcon so uh fingers crossed yeah, so you guys think that that's going to be the expansion? It's going to be definitely Jaina-centric, and then you think it's going to be about the Elder Gods? I feel like we're going to see it's going to be an ocean theme. I feel like we're going to be a, a wider world ocean kind of theme, because uh, we do have Nazoth still to deal with. So um, I feel like we're probably going to end up seeing the former head of the Kirin Tor at some point, and that uh, she might be a little batshit crazy. Uh, one of the popular fan theories is that... Uh, well, she's, she's a dreadlord. Fl- no, not the dreadlord one. Uh, Jaina the pirate. Uh, she went back to Colteris, took over the country, and is now waging a shadow war against uh, the demons and the Burning Legion as a pirate mage queen. Well, she I can like be my idea. queen any day. I I don't need to hear about your wet dreams, Gavril. Okay. 
You can hear about mine. That, is is that it, Kevin? <laughs> is is that everything you were going for? Yeah. Because I was I was this pretty weak. You, I you you fired better bants at me in the past, so um, I'm going to give you a pass on that one. Okay. All right. Okay. That's fine. Um, so, and then Heroes of the Storm cheer this weekend for loot. Note, uh, as Kevin has stated, cheering costs money. I think it's going to be around 15 bucks for all the rewards. This is Kevin's opinion. I'm not positive about any of this because I haven't played Heroes in like yeah. four months. So they have an event going on right now. If you're listening this weekend, if I get the show up this weekend, um, where you can watch the HGC, the Heroes Championship League, whatever it's called. And, in in Twitch, you can cheer. Uh, cheering was a feature they added where you pay money to get cheers, and then you use that money to cheer in the game for your team. So um, they have a certain level. I think you have to cheer 1,500 points uh, to get all of the rewards. Um, but the more you cheer, the more in-game loot you will get um, after the HGC is over. So um, I, I don't know why they did this, and especially because it costs money. It's kind of um, annoying, but um, yeah, I mean, I'd rather just buy the items in game if I think they're cool. They're probably just trying to monetize well, the revenue streams. Yeah, I mean, you, you know where the breakdown is coming from. You guys talked about it last week. So mm-hmm. it's the the money for the cheer is going to go to continually supporting these esports events, and uh, I'm I'm a fan of that. If they take two hundred fifty thousand dollars for this event and then continue whatever's left over for the next years, I'm all for it. I I really enjoy watching HGC. And so if I can mm-hmm. spend money, so then that way every weekend I have a good a good esports professional matches to watch, I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I lived off of the tournaments like the first year Heroes came out. Like I used to watch that religiously. And uh they are really good. Yeah, they're they're not as boring as League of Legends. League of Legends has got like better actual mechanics and gameplay and stuff like that, but I think Heroes of the Storm, it's more it's like it's like watching football is League of Legends, and then Heroes of the Storm is like watching rugby. It's constant action. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's so no if I pay fifteen really. bucks, there's no dead time. If I pay fifteen bucks for like a cheer or whatever and, and I get like some cool stuff in game, sweet. I'm gonna do that. I'm okay with that. Cool. I, the, the nice counterpoint of the two of you on that. I ain't paying shit, so I mean, <laughs> there's just that. Yeah, I was just checking on their uh, on the site right now just to see how many they have. Um, so the first goal is 10 million cheers. They have 8 million cheers right now. Jesus. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Because yeah. they're getting a percentage of all of it, so how twitch works goddamn amazon amazon sponsor us and i'm cheering for team liquid because i believe they're owned by the philadelphia uh sports team is it liquid oh that's right yeah the eagles yeah no no, the people who own the 76ers they own one of the esports teams but i real is probably gonna kill me because i got it wrong sorry no, if I remember correctly, it's like the the Eagles owner now owns like a Overwatch team, right? I have no idea. I don't follow esports. Think of that as you will, people. Bitch and moan at me all you want. So we've kind of rambled quite a bit. We're at about forty five minutes into the show, so uh, we probably need to jump into the main topic a little bit. Try to you know give it some lip service. What do y'all think? 
Yeah, finally, after 40 minutes. Yeah, just do a little bit of lip service for it. We'll be fine. <laughs> uh, so this week we're going to be talking a little bit about upkeep and maintenance, just the kind of sort of general stuff you do uh, just to keep the game going for you. So, Kevin, like... Um, All right, I was wrong. It's Dignitas. It's Dignitas? Oh, goddamn Dignitas. Yeah, the 76ers bought Dignitas and Apex. It got Although it. Apex is League of Legends, and I don't know who they are. I have no idea. Let's focus on the topic. Come on. Head right. down, asshole. Okay. Let's do it. So the reason that I wanted to bring up this topic this week is, you know, it, it's more than just your 15 bucks a month. You you need to do something if you're a raider in between raids to make sure that you're ready for raid. And if you're not raiding, there's still stuff that you can be doing on a regular basis that, you know, the developers have designed for you to do to get in and, and do. So um, I wanted to first start off with a question. If I'm just raiding or if, you know, the primary thing that I'm doing is raiding, which is what I am doing a game, what do I need to do in between raids so that I am ready for raid? And what are the things that I could be doing to keep my character at a healthy level? Mr. Rodney, why don't you give this one a shot, sir? Oh, boy. So as a person who has already fallen behind, there's a ton of upkeep, right? So... That's why I've kind of stuck away from not doing alts at the moment. So number one on how to do good upkeep, don't have alts. That's a valid point. I'll give him that. Yeah, that's what I do. Yep. But I see you guys have really written out a lot here, so I don't want to steal anyone's spotlight. And uh, I want to give credit where credit is due. There's there's only like 20 minutes left in the show at most. Steal whatever spotlight <laughs> you want. <laughs> uh, the number one thing is keep up with your dailies. Keep up with those quests. Keep finishing story quests, storylines, quest lines. Um, everything that you need to do in order to help keep the gold flowing in, keep your artifact knowledge increasing, and uh, your gear levels improving, do what you got to do. So if that means doing the weekly, uh, going around the world and finishing those world quests, um, mm-hmm. to doing Mythic Plus dungeons, do it. Keep up with your shit, basically. Yep. Get your gear. Get yeah. your Keep gold. up with your and shit. The the good thing, the interesting thing about you know the Mythic Plus is you know you only have to do one Mythic Plus a week and you'll get a piece of gear at the end of the week. So like, there's no reason not to do that and to start off the week with a key so that you don't have to run a normal if you or a a uh, Mythic One if you don't want to. I, I, I have not had a whole lot of time to play WoW in the last few, last month or so. So, um, I'm behind on that stuff, but I was already way ahead of you. <laughs> so well, I don't need to do a lot of catch up. There you go. So, but for somebody that's already ahead of the curve, you know, I've already done, you know, flying. I've already completed Suramar. I completely broken shore. Um, done everything short of actually raiding. Like, what kind of things should I be keeping an eye out for? Like, when I come back, say I come back in a week, like I get tired mm-hmm. of Warframe finally, I come back and I'm playing WoW again. What should I be keeping an eye out for, Kevin? Well, you need to make sure that you at least have Concordance of Legion Fall on your artifact weapon. That is the last golden trait after you've maxed everything else out. Um, this will this will give you the buff at random of like plus four thousand, I think, um, of your primary stat, so that uh, 
it, I mean, it just helps you to have better damage or better healing or, you know, better tankiness. Um, and most people are saying that, you know, that's required for a Tumas Argaris rating. So do you at least have that? Oh, um, yeah. No, I don't. I don't have concordance, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, you are a filthy casual. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> you need to. So, you know, on the flow chart, that means you have to grind AP. Huh. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> You're funny as hell. You think I'm actually grinding AP. <laughs> I mean, after that, though, after you do get concordance to Legion, Legion Fall, you pretty much don't have to grind AP again. Um, there's just so little of a reward for so big of an AP gain that you have to do that it doesn't really make sense and you should just move on to another weapon or another spec and try to get concordance of legion fall on that weapon so okay i mean i'm at a point now where it's taking around 2.1 billion ap to advance to the next level mm -hmm. um so it, i mean you know i'm talking about like a week's worth of grinding or more just to hit one level like with as much as i play right now um and and you know, I'm getting plus 500 int on every single level on my, uh, you know, at random buff that occurs. Mm -hmm. So it really isn't much of a help. Yeah, you need a couple of levels for it to make actually a difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So mm -hmm. that's AP. Okay. Um, so if you're of the mind that you want to stay caught up and you want to be upkeeped and everything else... There are a couple of sort of like daily tasks you can do. Um, if you are a solo player or a uh, raider and you are the designated cook or your designated alchemist or your designated inscriptionist or jewelcrafter or whatever it is, uh, you want to keep up to date on all of your sort of uh, maintenance things. So make sure if your recipes aren't all three star, feed Nomi. Um, if you want to make sure that your professions are all up to date, uh, if you're an alchemist, make sure you're always doing your daily transmute. Um, make sure you're out farming herbs. And, you know, it seems like we talk about farming mats every goddamn week. <laughs> it's an important thing to do. Well, you'll want to be out farming, you know, food uh, food for buff food for cooking. Uh, you want to go farm your or for your gems and you know if you're one of those crazy ass people you know uh crafting for plate things of that nature you want to just kind of make sure that you've got uh, enough of a stash of stuff that say if you're a raider and you're the guild jewel crafter you have materials left over for people or yeah. if you're the guild cook you want to make sure you have plenty of uh plenty of feasts ready to go things of that nature especially right now with you know, people getting upgrades on a very regular basis, going through Tumas Argaris on Heroic, as as we are right now. Um, people are constantly asking for enchants and gems and this and that and the other thing. And if that stuff isn't available immediately, then they have to go buy it and they're wasting money. And, you know, they could be gaining a slightly better, you know, um, player power just by having that stuff available and you can just give it to them. So it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's nice to have that on hand instead of, oh, well, I guess I'm waiting until next week until I'm seeing an even better improvement in my, you know, uh, DPS or healing or whatever. 
yeah, Kevin's one of those people that everything has to be perfect the first time immediately. I don't know where yeah. you're getting that, but okay. Uh-huh. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> you know exactly where that's coming from, Kevin. And and also, I mean, you, you make a good point with like food and professions. Um, not only is it good for yourself, but you're doing it because other people are relying on you. So if you've got your raid or your mythic plus groups, like that's already more of a burden, not only from your normal upkeep and maintenance, but also mm-hmm. for the team or guild. Yep. Fuck maintenance. That's why I haven't played in like a month. Um, but so there's other things <laughs> you, you have can a do for like Warcraft your... podcast. I thought I was I bad. I know. I know. I'm terrible. I know. Um, but uh, other things you can do is, you know, just kind of keep your eye out. You know, if you're one of those people that's leveling an alt or, you know, you never completed all of your uh, maxing out your ranks uh, for your professions, you can always hit the Dark Moon Fair every month, get the bonus points from that. Um Things like repair bots, continuing on like progressive quest chains or progressive items and things of that nature. Um, there's, if you're one of those people like we talked about, what was it last week or the week before? Uh, no, last week we talked about it last week where the auction house is the end game for you. You know, you have to make sure that you're keeping on top of that. If you're smart, you have the armory app, which allows you to post auctions and collect auctions off of your, off of the game. Uh, if you're smart, you have the Armory app, and, you know, if Auction House is your end game, that's definitely what you got. Uh, if you're not, there's not really a whole lot of upkeep related to the Auction House. So it's just keep an eye out for when you post stuff and then get it. If you're not crazy and, you know, trying to shave, you know, two copper off of a profit margin, you know, there's not a whole lot to do there. Um, so, Kevin, what would I do if I wanted... You know I have a Mage Alt. I have a Mage Alt, a Priest Alt, and I have a Paladin Mate. Yeah, what, what do, do I do, do as upkeep for those? Nothing. You tell me. I don't have an alt. <laughs> Nothing. No. Nothing. Uh, the upkeep for them it's kind of different depending on how you do it. If you have, if you're like a raiding alt, if you have multiple characters specifically for the purpose of raiding, you want to make sure that all of them are up kept kept up in the same way that your main is kept up. Uh, you can dial back a little bit, but if you're one of those people that it's like, oh my god, okay, so we were melee heavy on in the guild, but, you know, this next fight, you know, is, we need a couple of range, we need to balance our range, it's like, okay, fine, I'll get on my hunter. You know, that kind of character doesn't have to be as good as your main, but, you know, you still have to make sure that you're keeping up with all the maintenance associated with it. Uh, so you have to make sure that, you know, your gear is good, you're enchanted, you're gemmed, you're ready to go on that. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. What, Do you, you have any experience with that? I do, unfortunately, not so much this expansion, but a couple of expansions prior. So what you're going to want to do, if you've got a raiding alt that you're going to get called to help with, it's going to be your secondary main. It's not really an alt. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to put just as much time and effort into your secondary main. But what you do is um, for this expansion, you just run world quests, you try to run with Mythic Plus, and then you rely on others in your guild to help with providing enchanting and uh, and uh, filling up uh, open slots for gems. Mm-hmm. So by getting better gear, you're going to be more raid ready. You don't have to put a tremendous amount of time spent, but you will. It's a secondary main is a giant gold sink. It's a time sink um, for everybody. So if you can avoid that with uh, classes that specialize in being hybrid classes, 
um, you're going to be better off. So druids are a really good example. Um, but even that, you're doing a sink in because it's not the spec that you're meaning. But if you can somehow get away from changing from alt to alt, that's the best thing you can do. But that's not always the case. And sometimes you get bored with your paladin and you want to run a mage. Totally understandable because mages are awesome. Uh, I wouldn't run a hunter because they're derpy. Uh, I, I don't like hunters and I'm trying to fit that into this podcast somehow. Uh, <laughs> okay. But, but beyond that, uh, maintenance again, improve gear. So run, uh, world quest, go to the broken shore. Uh, run LFRs, do your Mythic Keystone Plus things, and then have others help you with providing what you need for the fill-in, enchants, gems, and other gold, things that you can buy off the auction house. And of course, artifacts, knowledge, and increasing the level of your artifact weapon. And that's that's one of the reasons that doing the Emissary Quest daily is really great, because you get AP, you get gear, you know, you kind of hit all of your bases by just logging in and, you know, spending 15 minutes and doing that mm-hmm. each day. Yeah, definitely. It's just uh, getting in, you spend your 15 minutes, get your emissaries done. You get the chances for legendaries. You get a little bit of gold. You get some order resources, maybe some nether shards, get your writhing essences, get all that shit taken care of. Get and- your, like, if you're somebody like like me, who on my paladin, all of my legendaries were legendaries i picked up right when the system went live so i have to play that up that uh, catch-up game with my legendaries uh and get them upgraded to current content you know it's another kind of upkeep thing you have to do make sure everything that you've got is current content and with the world quest system in general this release it's pretty great because you can target specific rewards that you want so if you are falling behind on eye level i know like um uh, Wendy, the the other day, she had come back from a few months being off. Well, now all of a sudden, the world quests were dropping fifteen level, fifteen eye levels higher than what she had on. So she could easily just target specific slots and upgrade the items in those slots by doing those world quests. So there there are ways to you know target specific things that you need uh, to progress your character, which is like a really awesome end game change um, as opposed to. Uh, let's say Tidan Jungle, mm-hmm. where um, you were just kind of running and running and running dailies every day and not really understanding why. Yeah, and I think that's something that almost everybody's going to agree with right now is that the World Quest system is a vast improvement over the old Daily Quest system. Yep. Yep, Rodney, totally agreed agree with that. Totally, awesome. totally agreed. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's something we've harped on a little bit over the years, uh, over the years, uh, harped on a little <laughs> bit over the episodes. Uh, but, you know, it's the world quest system is just such a huge improvement over the daily quest system that existed before, um, especially yeah. with the fact that it does provide you a resource to go to to help gear. Which is like the yep. ultimate issue with anybody playing catch up is always going to be gear. Yeah, absolutely. And and you can actually say that Legion in general as an expansion, as a total as a whole, is far better than what Warlords of Draenor, Draenor was. Oh, hands so, down, hands yeah. down. Night and day. They, they've done good for themselves so far. There are issues that, you know, I'd like to, I'll, I'll bring up at another date and time that, you know, Chris and I have brought up a million times. But we both, I think everybody here right now and our buddy Chris are going to agree They've done amazing things, and honestly, I feel like the upkeep is not quite as bad as some other games have been. 
Very Mother true. expansions. Remember Some... Burning Crusades. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't 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 even get me started on. I had three alts in Burning Crusade that were all raid ready because I was. Oh god, how did you do that? You must have uh, not been working full time. Nope, I wasn't working <laughs> full time the whole time. Nope. <laughs> See, that's how you get it. I had, or you could, had... or you didn't have to sleep. No, not really. Uh, I had full resist sets at the time, so also Jesus. I had I had my frost and my nature resist sets, but that's a that's an aside. That is an aside that I shouldn't keep going into yeah. because oh my god, I will launch down into a huge thing. Um, I I actually found something for maintenance that's pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. When the Legion invasions happen, um, each one of the world quests during or in the zone that has the Legion invasion drops the Nether shards, mm-hmm. um, which you can use to buy item upgrades. And I've been still looking for my trinket and you know spending mm-hmm. five thousand Nether shards on the eight eighty five trinket, hoping that I'll get a legendary one of these times. Um, so that that's actually a really good way to kind of quickly farm up a bunch of nether shards and buy an 885 item like flat yeah. out. So that's really cool. Well, they nerfed the hell out of the old farming spots. So now it's just kind of you get them incidentally. So that's very mm-hmm. sad. Makes me sad face all day long. So ultimately on this topic. Rodney, what is your advice to anybody that is trying to play the catch-up game, trying to play the keep-up game, trying to keep up with the Joneses? What is your what is, what is your advice to anybody who's doing it? Don't have an alt that you have to make raid raid ready. Try to focus on a main if possible. If you're just leveling additional alts, just have alts and change the pace of your game. Great, but if you can avoid alts, try to do so. If not, or if you do for regular upkeep. Do your world quest, do your Mythic Plus Keystone dungeon runs, uh, do LFR, uh, do your, you know, everything that you can do on the Broken Shore. Uh, Keep all that stuff going and you'll probably do pretty well. If you can do that, you're already ahead of the curve. How about Chris? Any additions to that? Uh, Chris is not here. Uh, Mr. Kevin... Excuse me, I met Kevin. I just, I saw Chris's in blue or purple and it just caught my Uh, eye instead of Kevin's red. My bad. (laughs) It's no worries. Uh, Kevin, what's your advice, buddy? Um, My advice is like, you know, anything that you're practicing, it's better to do a little bit every day instead of trying to fit in or, you know, cram um, and do a bunch at one time. So I think you'll get more of a benefit out of, doing daily emissaries and, you know, logging in for 15 or 30 minutes a day than you would if you just tried to, you know, play once a week for six hours. So that's my advice. Okay. Uh, My advice is uh, don't let the man determine how you play the game. Fight the system. That's about it. Fight the power. Fight the power. (laughs) Row, row, fight the power. Um, so final thoughts on, uh, the episode, the final thoughts on the, uh, the topic, gentlemen, that that was our final thoughts. How many Uh, final thoughts do we need to provide? Go back uh, three minutes and that's our final thoughts. That works for me. (laughs) All right. So of course, because Kevin insists on doing it, we have to don't do that. Mr. Kevin, what's your don't do that, buddy? Sadly, I do not have a don't do that. Um, everyone has been pretty nice in game. Oh, one thing that we should do or that you should do 
and we're mm-hmm. just starting this, by the way. So Mr. Adams and I in the guild have figured out that we are going to do a raid night bingo card. So tell me now. There are things that happen during raid night all the time. You know, somebody's always asking Zabby for a summons because she's the warlock. Or someone's always asking for a gem. Or um, a gnome is always being sacrificed during one of our fights. So we're putting a bingo card together. This could be a drinking game. This could just be a game of bingo. There could be a monetary reward at the end of you know winning said bingo game. And um, I think it's a really cool thing. And I, I'm suggesting it for other uh, raiding guilds as well. I think it's really nice. It's a cool idea. It's a very old idea, but I support you for getting into it, though. Yeah. If uh, any advice, like if you're trying to really progress, don't make it a drinking game. Yeah. If you're not trying to progress, (laughs) total drinking game. Drinking games are the best when playing World of Warcraft. As you listen to everybody else on voice chat, get drunker and drunker. It's the best. (laughs) Eventually, you know, somebody just face pulls the whole dungeon and quits. So and falls asleep. That's that's actually probably on the bingo card. Gets drunk and face pulls. Yeah. All right. The Leroy Jenkins. Leroy. Yes. We all know and love Leroy. One, I have to. This is inside baseball. I'm sorry. But we are adding as a square on the bingo board um, LB talks because LB never never uses voice comms ever in his life. So um, LB talks will definitely be on the bingo card. Make it one of like the integral positions that you can't get to. No, make it make it like, you know, one of the like all four corners are make LB talk. Well, no, it's going to be, you know, the cards are going to be generated randomly. So someone is going to get stuck with LB talks at somewhere in their bingo card and they're going to be really pissed off. <laughs> I would be very pissed off, too. Um, don't do that. Don't delete my fucking column while I'm doing my write up. Ugh. OK, asshole. Yeah, so inside baseball, I accidentally deleted our entire column B on our show notes, which deleted everything all at once. I quickly undeleted it, but um, sadly, in in the unfortunate accident, Gavril lost all of his show notes, and he rage quit doing the rest of the show notes. Yes, I did. I did rage quit doing the show notes, you asshole. Working out of my active cell, piece of shit. Uh, Mr. Rodney, as our guest, uh, we, we feel it's necessary to ask you, do you have a don't do that, sir? So I do have a don't do that. Uh, and I can actually tell you that on the Dark Moon Hero podcast, we call this the sideshow of suck. So on today's sideshow of don't do that, uh, I would say that when the World of Warcraft BlizzCon key art comes out and you see that it's Jaina, and you see her in her crazy hotness, you don't go to your wife and show her the picture and go, look how cool this art is. Look how hot Jaina is in this. Like, even though she's a little crazy, she's pretty hot. Like, look at how cool her hair is and her eyes and all this stuff. And as I'm explaining the reasons why she's hot for about a minute and a half, I finally look my wife in the face and I see three expressions on her. Number one is fucking nerd. Number two is... (laughs) Uh, are you like stupid, like slightly retarded? Uh, and then the third one is just complete. Oh my God. Are you explaining your hotness for a completely fictional person to me, your wife? Uh, so when you see Jaina and all of her hot craziness, uh, don't tell your wife that she's hot. 
just keep it to yourself hey screw your 3d pd okay it's all about that 2d shit son oh yeah i totally (laughs) tapped that 2d (laughs) somebody is definitely printing that out and putting a hole in it it sounds Jesus Christ, Kevin. See, Where the that's fuck for your, did that come from? <laughs> that's for the fleshlight and the fan. See, that's that's the total Jaina thing right there. Oh, like that that, oh. that crazy hotness. Like you'll enjoy oh. it, but if you go too far, that fan is just gonna whoop right off. Oh de-gloving. So you're saying degloving. <laughs> so you're saying that we need to create basically a poster mount for a flashlight? So with the folks, fan attached that, to the end of the light. Yes. That's <laughs> our show for the week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Azeroth CTC. Mr. Kevin is at SwingCat. Our erstwhile buddy, Mr. Chris, is at Akari underscore mag. I am at Gavril underscore ET. Mr. Rodney over here is at Syndroxa, S-I-N-D-R-O-X-A. Feel free to reach him and complain about us. Uh, I'm pretty certain he'll probably have quite a few complaints about it. So, you know, you might have a nice little bit of commiseration going on there. You can email the show at AzerothCTC at gmail.com. Visit our website at www.AzerothCTC.com. Shoot us a review. SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes. You know all the major players. We don't because you all don't ever talk to us. We'd love to hear from you. Y'all know that. Every time we want to hear a little bit more from you. So uh, say go away, boys. Go away. Go away, boys. (laughs) 